The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. I don't really drop myself in any category of being pocket passer, dual threat. I just like to make plays uh, for the team. Um, and once again, whatever I'm asked to do from the coaches is is what I, is what will get done and what will happen. So, um, no, I don't want to put any limits anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think I have I think I have a strong arm. I'm confident to make any play that's called. Um, that's probably yeah, that's probably the extent of it. So arm strength shouldn't be a shouldn't limit what Getsy or anyone can do with this with any game plan against any. No, I mean, like I said, I feel confident to do whatever is asked. So, um, whatever they call, I feel confident to be able to be able to run the play effectively. Turning up the heat a little bit. He's going to get that more and more if he's going to start a game or two more before Justin gets healthy. And uh, Tyson Bajant meeting the media today at Al Sauls, the Bears' starting quarterback. He seems mature beyond his years, yes. doesn't he? Well, like he said, he is, I mean, whether it, it is two reporters in West Virginia, you know, like a, a local television guy and a local writer, he has started every game for Shepard, yes. and he was a starting high school quarterback. You know, he's, so he's, whatever small media there was there, he, you know, he dealt with it, so... Um, this is different in Chicago, but he knows what it's like being a starting quarterback. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about and what he's thinking, that's for sure. Yeah, not a lot of guys can do that, no. you know, and uh, so far he has passed every test with flying colors. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed. Let's go to Jeff Joniak right now, who is the voice of the Bears. He joins us right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. You've seen many different quarterbacks come through that revolving door at Hallis Hall. Um, and a lot of guys don't pass the test, Jeff. Are you impressed by, by the way he's played and the way he meets the media and, and leads? 100%. Uh, I can't see it any other way. You guys took all the words out of my mouth in the lead up here. Yes, beyond his years and age, I went up to him in the locker room today. He, he's very serious during the week. And then it all shows out on the field on Sunday or like it did in the Senior Bowl when I watched him, uh, having fun with the crowd running for that first down when he scrambled out. Uh, this guy is dialed in, but I went up to him and said, hey, just congratulations. And he, he was very polite, shook my hand. I let him go about his business because that's what it is right now. It's all business. And uh, he, he just has, he has the right answers to the questions. Yeah. And I know, you know, Potsy's trying to, get him to say he doesn't have a big arm or whatever but that kid is not biting on that i i do believe he thinks he can make every throw i mean there's no i i, I don't think the game plan that was executed against the raiders should be any indication of what he right. cannot do now i know that peterman insert at the uh, failed hail mary attempt at the end of the first half may have uh, sent off some uh some shock waves but listen if you're going to play in this league if they think highly enough of you to bring you in even as an undrafted free, you gotta you gotta be able to work the entire length and breadth of the field. Uh, Jeff, first of all, how disappointed are you that we're having this conversation over the phone and not in person as Very, usual? It's not the same. 
Yeah, there's not the same uh, juice. There's not yeah. the women bigger. There's not no. You know, I don't know where you guys are at. You guys decided to take a powder after a win. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, we got chart. We got Sunday night football. We got a yeah. prime time game against a team with uh, arguably the the best uniforms in NFL history. And you're you guys chose to stay in the building, so that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Well, we, we look by choice. We we, we, choice. we had a pizza no, competition today. <laughs> Who we, won? Yeah. Uh, well, so they did. Yeah. Well, no. So the 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 listeners, the fans, are voting for Waddle's pizza. Are they really? The ones who tasted them, Connor and Carmen, voted for mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll give you the. Wait, ingredients. did you guys? Did you guys? Did you guys make your own pizzas? Yes. Yeah, so we oh, took. That's fantastic. Yeah. We took Connie's frozen pizzas. And then we added the ingredients to them. So we made them with the cornmeal dusted thin crust. We added our our own sauce, our cheese. Okay. Uh, and then we, we put on our toppings. Waddle, tell him what you put on yours. Uh, mine was nicknamed the beast because uh, you have to be an animal to eat it. There was uh, <laughs> onions, pepperoni, bacon, and Canadian bacon on it. Uh, and uh, it was basically a deli sandwich on a pizza. <laughs> That's how I would describe mine. And I had okay. the tri- and I had the triple P P P P uh, Joniak. I had prosciutto pepperoni perfection. So mine was uh, just a little hint of garlic with some prosciutto and pepperoni. Very artisanish. Okay, uh, this would be simple for me. It's it's waddle all day long because you, uh, two things. I love prosciutto, but. And it's great on a pizza, but the garlic, you lost me. I know there's garlic in almost everything, but too much garlic in Uncle Jeff is not going to do well. No. I said a hint. A hint of garlic. What did you A hint. Okay, a hint. Okay, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the hint. Here's a hint. He wants my pizza, not yours. <laughs> Listen, you know why? Uh, uh, to be an animal to eat it, when I eat pizza, I, I do yes. devour. So I don't, it's yes. not small bites. No. I am an animal, yeah. and I love Canadian bacon on oh, a pizza. Oh, yes. So that's rare to find anymore, but I used to, in college at Iowa State, from the pizza pit, we'd get double sauce, the double cheese, yes. Canadian bacon, and pineapple. There you go. No, pineapple. pineapple. Yes, it was awesome. Oh, no, no, that's, get out of here. That's <laughs> inducing vomiting if you've had too much to drink. Oh, no, that was, uh, that was always on a uh, Sunday night because at Iowa State, they didn't serve you food in the dorms on Sundays after uh, you get you get a little like a brunchy thing but nothing at night so wow. you saved all your nickels and you you know you sell your class ring to pay off your bills and you <laughs> whatever you got left you go buy a pizza let me ask you this you and Thayer go in the back of the booth uh, during halftime cuz you guys are hungry you guys have worked <laughs> up an appetite and you guys devour a sandwich in yeah. the third quarter at all when you're doing your play-by-play, do you feel, ever feel like you got a burp in the yeah. middle of a call? <laughs> yes. No, that is not. I don't. I do not recall that happening. How about now, feeling like you need to drop a deuce at any point? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's on takeover. Listen, I've got to go use the facility. First of all, Pat you have no, you have no choice. Ball. You have no choice but to, you know, just to grin and bear it. Kind Are you of wearing a diaper? <laughs> no, no, but you know that. I, I would say in 27 years in the booth and 23 is play-by-play, I'm sure it's happened where, boy, it'd be sure nice to do that. But uh, you've never I can't had say to... it. there was no race to the to No, the you've no, never no. had to put the headset down and no, run to No, it's mind the... over matter. It's mind over no matter. Chance. No chance. No. 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 no not, it's it's no, disaster it's also, you got to be a good teammate, too, Tommy. you got to be a good teammate. You don't want to, you know, do, do, your, do your business in the booth in that bathroom because, you know... It's not fair to everybody uh, listen, else. You know uh, what I mean? Desperate times, desperate yeah, measures. I, I hear you. Oh. Have you ever missed a game because of illness? No, stop. You are a, you're a machine. You know, we don't talk about that. 
Why? It's just not, an well, play-by-play play play guys. You, play by play your, guys don't talk about that. You, Here, I'll why? give you an example. You guys, you guys, you think I'm going to jinx your streak that yes. you have going? Yes. Listen, listen, listen. You're going to poop your pants. <laughs> You're going to poop your pants. <laughs> so uh, I don't remember what year it was. We're playing Baltimore, and I show up for a game. And, and if I told this story, just say you heard it already. Okay. No, I told a lot I of stories already. So. I show up, I'm fine. I'm fine. Perfectly fine. Show up at gate O, start pregame as I used to do. Nothing's coming out of the, the voice box. It's like like we're having a we're having a, a problem. And so we quickly go to a commercial and Ron Gleason looks at me and says, What's the matter? I go, I don't know. I had no voice. Like it just really it was done. So he yanks me off the air. I go back in the booth and I just don't speak, but I get on the blower and I call Bobby Slater, who's now the head athletic trainer yeah. of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I said, Bobby, I've lost my voice. What am I going to do? We got three hours before boot. He says, gargle with mouthwash and hydrogen peroxide. Really? So he gave me the heart. And so I, I gargled for three hours. I'm barely a whisper. I got through the game. It was nobody scored a touchdown. It was an Thank awful. Goodness. Bears lost. And so I, I go... I have to go do the TV show. So I called the, the boss at that time. I said, listen, I, I can't do Oh, you got to do the TV show. Oh, I can't. I can't. Just you got to do it. You got. So I'm like, gravelly boy, do the TV show. Then Monday night, I had to do Lovey Smith's radio show. Oh, boy. So Tuesday, I go to the doctor. The doctor says, you're going to be shut down for a month. I started laughing oh, at him. I go, he goes, no, you can't speak. Long story boring. I, I don't. I take myself off the air. Saturday, I load the bus to go to Green Bay. We got to play the Packers. And every morning I woke up, please, God, please, good morning, good morning, nothing. Saturday, get up there, no voice, get off the bus, team chaplain's on the bus, put your hand on me, please. Please, pray that I'm going to be okay. He did. I woke up Sunday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are ready it's to roll. It's a football miracle. Uh, football miracle. <laughs> True story, every bit of it. But then I fast forward to uh, Joe Buck. So Joe Buck's doing the game. It was a night game. And I said, Joe, my God. I said, no, don't talk about that. Don't. It's bad juju for announcers because he's had voice problems. Yes. So, yeah, we just don't, we don't do that. Wow, that's amazing. That that's is, a good that story. That is unbelievable. That's a really good story. So um, what do you, uh, going back now to Bajent. Yeah. Um, and, and what you were talking about, mature beyond his years. Do you believe that he's going to get, be tested to a, to a new level? Like on paper, the Chargers are a, a more talented defense, but in the stats, they're not. No. So, do you believe that there will be a greater challenge here with what he faces? Well, it's prime time. It's a big stage. I don't think that's going to be too much for him. But the Chargers have a two-game losing streak, and you know what happens with two-game losing streaks—the third one, and everybody's getting fired, and the quarterback's no good, and trade Khalil Mack. So, yes, the Chargers are going to be amped up. It's on their home turf, even though they're not going to have a home crowd feel to it, because you know. Bears fans are going to travel like every other team likes to go there or Vegas. Same thing with the Rams. So that's something you got to factor in. Uh, the Raiders, they, they did give up a lot of cushion. They, didn't, they gave him what he took advantage of what they gave him. I don't think the Chargers are going to think that way. Uh, they do. They're a heavy nickel team like most teams. They they blitz a fair amount. Uh, there'll be more blitz pressure. They're going to play some man coverage. So we're going to find out. Uh, whatever's on tape now, they have a good idea of what of what he is. And uh, they've got Derwin James. He is a premier player at safety. He can play 
everything from big nickel to dime to blitz to linebacker. Uh, you got Khalil Mack. You got Joey Bosa. The interior defensive linemen, I think, are pretty darn good as well. I don't know what's going on with their defense. Uh, is it because of who they've been, who they've been playing? Because they're in the AFC West? I don't know. But the defensive numbers are pretty awful. Yeah. However, I think they can still get to the quarterback and they could take the ball away. So these are two things that uh, did not happen in Week Seven against the Raiders. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I you, you can't. Well, maybe you can. You know. We just talked to Dan Fouts for our podcast. It's going to drop tomorrow. And, you know, he, he's from Air Coriel, and he was trained by Bill Walsh. And short passing game, that was right up their wheelhouse. Take what they give you and stretch the field horizontally and, you know, live to play another day. So maybe that'll be the case. I don't know. They have Asante Samuel Jr. in their secondary as well. He's a good football player. So the pieces are there. It's yeah, just yeah. not working for them. Jeff, it's my interpretation that that the game plan included more opportunities to push the ball down the field, but there was no need to access them because Mm -hmm. they were running the football well and what they were doing, they were doing just fine. So it's my understanding that it wasn't this neutered game plan. It was just how the game plan unfolded, and they were up 14-3 at the half and pretty much in control the entire game. A, do you believe that was the case as well, and do you believe that that – the game plan will include uh, m- more opportunities to push the ball down the field for Bajent. Well, I, I can't predict the future in this case. Or yes, what, you can. What, they, what they're going to do, I, I haven't spoken to the, the, uh, the proper individuals for said uh, attack, but, uh, you know, you, you always are going to, even if your plan is to nickel and dime a team and dink and duck all the way down the field, there is always plays for, for deeper balls. So there's no question about it. But I just like the decision-making that was made. So... Don't push it if you don't have to, right? Don't don't get into trouble. And that's that's probably the advice given to a first-time NFL starter from Shepherd University. Uh, but I, I totally believe that this guy is going to be fine if you have to work the ball down the field, or if you dig yourself a ditch and you got to you got to throw the ball to to, uh, to get yeah. back into a game. Uh, Jeff, usually, as you know, being around this team forever, rookies are usually just ignored. Um, it seems like he's connected with his team, and, and the veterans kind of look at him as a player that, yes, he's a rookie, but, but maybe they don't treat him as much. When you see how the interaction takes place, what do you see between the rookie quarterback and, and this group of, of Bears? You know, I think players like people, like us, like fans, we all like underdogs. I mean, he is one of the bigger underdogs, right, from Shepherd University. I mean, the only guy in a 73-year history to be invited to the Senior Bowl, I mean, from that school. Uh, so, as he told everybody today, first quarterback to ever start an NFL game that was born and bred in the state of West Virginia. and But he doesn't come off like uh, Todd Sauerbrunn in hang time on his hmm. license plate. So, yes. you know, he came in here humble. He's humble right now. Uh, but he's he's just, yeah, again, 23 plus. So I have a 24 and a soon-to-be, tw- I have a 24-year-old, soon-to-be 24-year-old daughter and 25, soon-to-be 26-year-old daughter. And you know, putting on a podium and answering questions like he did, I'm just not seeing it. No, no offense to my daughter. So just that age range is something. But you're a quarterback. He's been a quarterback his whole life. And he just knows how to press the right buttons. But, you know, inside the NFL, did you hear all that uh, mic'd up sound from Lucas Patrick and uh, Mercedes Lewis? I haven't and, heard a lot of it, no. Oh, go, go, go listen. Yeah. And you'll, then that, there's your answer. Right. Cole Komet. They are all talking about Tyson Bajan for the very things you, you and Sylvie were just talking about. It's all there. So go check it out. 
I mean, it's it's really an endorsement of yeah. uh, this young man and, and how he came in and how he went right to work. You expect with a rookie quarterback, regardless of whether he came from Alabama or he came from Shepard, that there will be some procedural mistakes or hiccups. And they were they're basically there were none, you know, mm-hmm. from from play calling ball, you know, setting the ball down, getting in and out of the huddle. Uh, there didn't seem to be any confusion. It was really, it was cool to watch. It looked like it came easy to him, and I, get, I know it's not easy, and I'm yeah. not projecting that he is going to be the second coming of Tom Brady, but, you know, it, it, it was nice to watch a clean operation. Yes, and that, and, that is the, and that was one of my keys to the game was let, let's have a clean game, yeah. start to finish on both sides of the ball, and the Bears came very close to doing that. Uh, save for the penalties, nine penalties, but they checked almost every single situational box, every single one. You go third down success on run of the ball. For the year, they're averaging over six yards run of the ball on, on third down. First down rushing was outstanding. They took care of business in the red zone. Uh, third down defense was very good. Uh, again, I mean, you name it, red zone. They were perfect. I mean, I, a blocked extra point and nine penalties were the only flying the anointment. They took advantage of a team that's on, on their skids right now. So, that's what you got to do to crawl back into this and get a get a better product on the field. But this will be an upgrade in talent on both sides of the ball. And you know, I'm just looking at Justin Herbert, and I'm hearing, oh, he's you know he's holding on the ball too long in crunch time in the fourth quarter, and they've dipped significantly, not scoring points in the fourth quarter. And when you say it's not easy being a rookie quarterback in your first start, he's 25 years old in his fourth year and has 262 million dollar contract, and it's not easy for him either. And he's a, he's a dynamic elite player, so it's a very difficult thing to analyze. You don't know when success or tragedy is going to hit your quarterback position in terms of performance. And so hopefully he keeps his head and uh, uses all that angst he has over the course of the week that he indicates he's got nerves, that it just goes away when you take the field. And uh, it is going to be a, a great moment. And you guys were also talking about his maturity. I think I know they're not connected by any sense in terms of football but Bajan's father clearly had an impact on his confidence and they've been they've basically been growing a quarterback there in in West Virginia uh, from for a very long time so there's some great videos out there that are surfacing about how he trained and uh crazy stuff crazy stuff but uh it's, it's must-watch. Watch. Yeah, it's yeah, must-watch. It yeah, it's must-watch. Uh, I want to ask you about Darnell Wright. So Darnell Wright mm-hmm. was a DNP today, and, and they added a toe injury to the shoulder. Waddle mentioned on the film that maybe there was some uh, worry about, uh, even though he still played pretty well, uh, that worry about the shoulder and, yeah. and that you could tell. Uh, is there a concern from you about Darnell Wright here with the toe and the shoulder? I was amazed how, how he stayed in the game. After watching it again, because I brought it up on the broadcast a couple of times to Tom, like it seems like he's trying to shake off the shoulder. Playing one-armed. Yeah. He played one-armed against Max Crosby, and he stuck it out. I mean, that's a five-star medal right there. Just Hmm. for that, I was very, very – this is a tough dude. Clearly, he he battled. He battled, and he didn't give up. And uh, that was impressive. I – from my vantage point, I, I, I didn't notice that other than after the snap, you know, trying to work the shoulder out, and then he, then he hurt his toe, apparently, too. That's on the injury report. So, uh, hey, let's just wait and see. He's, uh, he's been very impressive. He's kind of flying under the radar a little bit, 
We don't hear from him much. Um, but when he and Tevin or, or he and Nate Davis are out there together, they're, they're, that's a really – the Bears are running the ball with a high num- – number one in the league running right seven yards a carry this season. Uh, so that's a good sign that those two guys are doing the job in the run game, and he's faced some pretty good pass rushers already. It hasn't been clean, uh, but nothing out of the ordinary uh, for a, for an offensive tackle in this league uh, in the first place. So I, I hope he'll be fine because he is a, he's appearing to me to be a difference maker. Jeff, the quarterback, because of the story that we've talked about quite a bit, is getting a lot of the attention. The defense has been good for three weeks now. Yes. Do you see this thing continuing to trend in the right direction? To me, one of the biggest changes, uh, well, maybe it's not a change. It's just maybe who they played. I hope it continues because I just mentioned Derwin James playing all over the place. I, I honestly feel that Jaquan Brisker could do the same. And I use this term in the broadcast, and I'm using it again right now because I think there's a delineation, and, Tom, you, you, you should probably – uh, enlighten me if I'm on the right track on this because you obviously played the game. There's a difference between starting a player and deploying a talent. Mm-hmm. And he was deployed on Sunday. He was deployed. He, he was all over the field. He was a heavy influence in the run game. He was making big tackles. If that ball doesn't get tipped at the line of scrimmage by Justin Jones, that's a swipe for Brisker, and he might even score. Um, I just think he really let it all hang out in that game, and that's because they allowed him to. I think they're playing a lot more man. They're playing uh, aggressive, and mm-hmm. just keep it going. Keep feeding the bulldog. Feed the beast. Feed that Tom the, uh, Tom uh, Tom Waddle pizza. Feed the beast. Exactly. Feed the beast. Feed you the know beast. What, you know what's what, what I like to see, Jeff, is I hate to see coaches that are so rigid and so dialed into their own scheme that they fail to make necessary adjustments. And I think Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator, has become a more aggressive defensive coordinator. I think his game plans have been more aggressive, and I think he's tailoring his defensive calls to the talent he has because Jalen Johnson and Tyreek Stevenson and Brisker and Gordon, these are all guys that can excel in man coverage. Yes, and they man. can excel playing a physical brand of football, not just sitting back in that, that Tampa 2. So I, I like what defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus has done. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, those are all very, very good talents that could develop into dynamic talents, potentially. Uh, so let's see how that goes. But, you know, three pass breakups for Tyreek Stevenson. Nothing faces that dude. He is tough. He loves loves hitting, loves tackling. Jalen Johnson had a, had a huge game, obviously. I, I love Kyler. We haven't seen the best of Kyler Gordon just yet. Uh, did you see that video of him coming out of the tunnel? No. Oh, come on. You got to go check this out. It was, the Bears put it out there on there. So I saw the I saw them come out of the tunnel after Tyson Bajan had talked to the team. No, this was this was uh, you know he's 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 Spidey, right? So he did this move coming out of the tunnel during introductions that genuinely looked like Spider Man. Like he's athletic, dude. Crazy. Go go check it out. Right. I, I bet some of your college Spidey senses. It was it was it was. I had to take a. Uh, wow. You had to go to the bathroom, didn't I, no, you? No, no, no. You had to take, I had to take a, a pause. Yeah. I had to take a pause. Oh, you had to no, take a pause. But, no, I just, I, you know, again, things are starting. Now, again, it's, it's, it's a week-to-week league, as we all know. You can be humbled in a second. But I do like the, the style, the defense, and Tremaine Edmonds is making big plays. Uh, T.J. Edwards, still one of the top tacklers in the NFL. Uh, 
just continue to be that way, and hopefully that pass rush continues to generate some some big-time pressures. I think Pickens and Dexter Sr. also making some splashes here, too. So the more they get uh, comfortable with making those big plays uh, on the interior should help as well, coming on in that rotation. Really quick, um, is uh, SoFi everything it's built up to be? Oh, it's pretty dramatic. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic. Um, we, we obviously called the Rams game there a couple years ago, and I just, where we are, and I can only give you examples of where we sit, th- their speakers are massive, and it's so loud with the music, even the pregame, like, you can get a serious headache uh, sitting up there. So they, it's, hey, it's, it's Hollywood, so they're putting on a show. They put on a show from three hours before kickoff. Yeah. It's, it's not just watching the players warm up. It's a show. There's music. There's entertainers. There's a, a host that's, uh, you know, entertaining the crowd. It's insane how loud it is. And it is a spectacular facility. Uh, if you're going to the game, it's very difficult to get in and very difficult to get out. So oh. if, uh, just keep in mind, folks, if you're traveling over there, uh, be prepared for some serious traffic jams. Speaking of, of Jeff, of putting on a show, my guess is is that you and Thayer and others will be putting on a show at Mastro's in Beverly Hills on Saturday oh, night really? for the uh, the night before meal, no? Uh, not that no. I'm aware of. I, no, believe, sh- I, I believe Tom, word has it, he's got some friends from Maui coming in. So, and you're on I, your own? I, I have uh, responsibilities uh, to attend a uh, sponsored dinner, so I don't know where that is. Mm. But, uh, that's what I'll be Always I working. could see you in Beverly Hills the night before, roaming the streets. Not, not a chance. No? First of all, if I didn't have any responsibilities, I probably would get a quick bite with the fellas from the crew and hit the hay, buddy. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I, I don't do much on Saturdays. Keep, take care of that voice. Take care of the voice. And quit trying to give me the whammy there, Waddle. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> None By the way, when are we going to have an opportunity business? to have you and your mom on the show yeah, together? It's never happening. Yes, why? Come on. It's never We're happening. We're going to find her. Yes. No, you're not. You're not going to do it. Yes. She's a wonderful woman. She's a great She's woman. A very... That's why we want to have her on the yeah, show. No, can't be, can't be done. I heard that she She's enjoys bit... the program when you join us. She enjoys us. the program. She's probably listening right now, but she will not What's be your mom's name? I'm not going to say Come anymore. Come on. Just <laughs> Mrs. Joniak, I just no. want to say we appreciate show, you watching Mrs. and Mrs. listening Joniak, to the show. Call the show, 312-332-3776. No, no, no. yes. She's in Des Moines. So what, doesn't she have a phone? Like, have, just because have, she's in they, Des Moines. Yeah, they don't have phone lines right now. They're, they're all busy. They all right. Do we <laughs> have anything have else? Phone. We, we got anything else going on? No, that's it. That's it. You're, you're Are you guys going to be here up next week? Come on. Yeah, we yeah, we, we wanted to be here. Yeah, we had a commitment today. There's a song out there. We missed you. Better than when we're together. So there you go. We hope to be there on the trade deadline day, too, Tuesday, but you probably won't be there that day. I likely will not. Why? I will likely not. For what? Uh, Don't you want to be around the team on trade deadline day? There's nothing going on. Uh, There's a trade deadline! Yeah, but the players are up. We'll see. The general manager's there. He's the one making the deal. You know what? Here's the deal, Jeff. We don't need you. Have your mom call in. (laughs) Have your mom call in. We'd rather oh, talk to her. Gosh. See ya. All right, guys. Get out of here. There's Jeff. Bye-bye. Jeff Joniak. We've got the sound that he was alluding to. The Lucas Patrick mic'd up. I want to play that coming up next. You're also going to hear about the Chase Claypool curse that Greeny talked about today. He's, he's like on a, an old school Detroit Lions run. By the way, did we ever get some entries as to which... Which yes, we did. I never okay. read them about which athlete you're most sick of. Yeah. There were some good ones. 
including an NBA player getting ready to play right now. Vooch. Remind me to bring that up. It's not Vooch. It's not a Chicago basketball player. And Hot Take Time Machine. So much to get to. We'll get to all of it next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. All right, what do you want first? You want entries for players that people tweeted about uh, players they're most tired of? You want uh, Lucas Patrick mic'd up? I want uh, the positive. I want Lucas Patrick okay. mic'd up. So this is a clip. From, is this from inside the NFL or from M- NFL Films, guys? So, this is from the Bears. Yeah, the, the Bears published it on uh, Bears.com. I'm sure it was in conjunction with NFL Films because that's ju- usually who grabs the mic'd up. This was ballsy, wasn't it, to mic up Lucas Patrick? After all the problems they've had at center and with Lucas Patrick, like I know that it was white hair last game, but it's not like Lucas Patrick has been money in the bank. So to say like, hey, today we're going to mic him up. Maybe they were hoping to hear him swear about what was going wrong. (laughs) It was like his first full game back after the injury, after concussion. And now we're going to mic you up? And maybe it was why he was so demonstrative. Remember, he was very celebratory. I'm not going to lie. I watched the video. I think there's something to that, Wides. I think uh, yes. he was well aware he was mic'd up. I, I think most players are. But I it was. I saw some video, too, of him mic'd up. And it was my first thought is like, wow, they chose to mic up Lucas Patrick out of all guys. Right after the injury, knowing that, who knows, they could pull him for Doug Kramer. He's not money in the bank. Do you think Tyson Bajan declined? Like it would be. I don't even I don't think, think, they'd it, I don't think they yeah. asked him if this was Bears related. I don't think the Bears would put that on him at this point. Maybe this week. I'm trying to think like who would be better, like DJ put Cole Moore. Komet, you know, put it on the mic on Cole yeah. Komet or DJ right, Moore. Right, like DJ probably doesn't say much yeah. during a game. Deontay Foreman, I think, has a pretty good personality. Maybe put put it on Brisker. Brisker's talking twenty four seven. Stop. So here's Patrick. Let's go. You ready, bud? Hey, hey. Here for a reason. Show the world. He got some moxie. I don't know what he's got, but he's got something. I mean that, bro. How how is it your first NFL start? And you're pump faking when you're scrambling. I'm blown away. He's a good dude. That's you can spot. tell. You can tell he's an eleven year vet. So he's saying that it seems like he's an 11-year vet. I told you, like, the one thing, uh, I was surprised, and maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe this happens more times than not. The Bears sent out the video when they went out onto the field to start the game. It wasn't Eberflus talking to the team. It wasn't Lucas Patrick talking to the team. It was Tyson Bagent who yeah. broke them down to take them out onto the field. I, I And... I think that there's something about the kid's personality that's infectious, and it's there's something there that they respect. Again, I'm not trying to hoist him up on some pedestal. I'm just telling you for a, a, an undrafted free agent rookie, think that he has found some common ground with a group of veterans. Yeah, and that's a player who's played with Aaron Rodgers, who's who's yeah. throwing a bouquet at, at Bajan. So I know he's mic'd up, but still, that's it's pretty cool to hear. It is. It um, is. Here's uh, some tweets. So I thought this is a good one. Dylan Brooks. Tired of Dylan Brooks. He was punching guys in the nuts in preseason this year. Like, for what reason? I don't know. 
the golfer Patrick Reed, someone says. So done with Patrick Reed. Uh, Kyrie, uh, that's a good one. Deshaun Watson, Greg said. Ben Simmons, Zion Williamson. I still think that James Harden's more on the top of my list. Yes, I J- J- yeah, I'm Harden for sure. So that was a topic that we had when Harden's name came up. That I'm just done with him. Yeah, uh, done hearing about him. Done watching him play. And I haven't wanted him on my team for a good five years. I now. think he showed up for the. He's not playing tonight, but he showed up for the 76ers. I think because he he has to be there to get paid, right? Then he still owed like thirty plus million, or maybe more. Yeah, he just. I mean, he, you are like you got a report, right? Or, are you going to tinkle away thirty million dollars, even if you've made a ton? Not him. No, I don't think anyone would. But yeah, he'll he'll do that. All right, where is? Uh, so I want to play you Greeny, and then we got hot take time machine. So this is this has been going around Twitter too. So if you've read this on Twitter, this has been a meme going around on Chase Claypool. It was. Funny to hear Greeny read it and them talking about it on Greeny's show today. Chase Claypool and how bad of a run he's been on no matter which team he's been a part of. And then hearing how the teams get better as soon as he leaves. Take a listen to this. The scoop about Chase Claypool is that he is cursed. Cam, was it you or was it Bubba or who was it that found this? I just found this in my in the rundown today and I love it. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter and I, I just had to get it in because it is remarkable, the, uh, the trends that are taking place here. Over the last year, in the last 15 games that he has been a part of, Chase Claypool, over the course of multiple different teams, here is what has happened. The Bears had Chase Claypool. They traded him. They were t- they are two and one since they traded him. They were zero and thirteen with him. The Dolphins, who acquired him, were five and one before activating him. They are zero and one since activating him. Last year, the Steelers were two and six with him. They are eleven and four since trading him. So Chase Claypool has won two games in the last. Two seasons, and in the last calendar year, teams that he is playing for have a record of zero and fifteen. Oh, and fifteen. Chase Claypool is the ultimate jinx. And speaking of cursing the gods, he famously tweeted on November first of twenty twenty, losing. Never heard of her. This is after coming off of a win in Baltimore when he was with Pittsburgh at the time. Yeah. And so obviously this precipitated what has now become an unprecedented. What's the deal with that guy? Like, I've never met Chase Claypool. He's so talented. Like, you look at him, he's so big and physical and fast, and he seems to have everything that one would expect you need to be a really good player, and yet it is obvious that he is not, and, and, and people cannot get rid of him fast enough. So, I mean, the answer has to be in there somewhere, but I, don't, I, I need to do a deep dive into this because like, I keep saying, man, that guy just looks like he should be such a good player, and obviously he's just not. I think he, what he was saying, too, at the end is what you've summed up as he's been kissed by the football gods. Yep. But he doesn't produce. Yeah, I think he is tremendously athletic. I don't know how talented he is as a receiver. I, I don't see him going up and making catches. I don't see him separating from defensive backs. I don't see him running away from anybody. He's on a Lions-type streak when they went 0-16. Yeah. He's 0-15 in the last calendar year. That's incredible. 
I'm glad that our team decided that despite the difficulty in, in, in having to come to that conclusion that they came to it sooner rather than later. Yes, yes. I think there's some of it is coincidence, and I think the Bears' offense, there's some of it that is not a coincidence that they have gotten better offensively without him. That just get he was a headache, and that them trying to make him work, getting him out of the huddle, and just distributing the football to better players who are, are just fit the system better, it, getting him out of there, it's an addition by a subtraction. No doubt. Okay. Uh, hot take time machine. What do you got for us here? Uh, All right. So Tyler. on this day, seven years ago, which, by the way, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Be caller seven right now. Um, Waddle, you put down a $100 bet on Kyle Schwarber to be the first to hold. Oh. So Sylvie tweeted out, Waddle just put $100 down on 40 to 1 odds for Kyle Schwarber to hit the first home run of tonight's World Series game in game one of the 2016 World Series. And we all know how that ended up. I think it's still on Mellor's. Mellor, is that your Twitter? Where you still have it pinned, the video? Yes, indeed, Sylvie. I was sitting next to Waddle at Progressive Field as we took in game one. Yeah. And so, Schwarber, after making an out in his first at bat, came to the plate and nobody had homered yet. This is how that unfolded. $1,000 payoff. Let's see if 40 to 1 cashes in for Tom Waddle. Kyle Schwarber, second at bat. Yeah. No homers left yet in the first game of the World Series. Can Kyle be the first to do so and pay off Tom Waddle's 40 to 1? Come on, Tom. Let us know how you really feel. Camera's watching. Okay. And in true Waddle fashion, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. What are you going to do? Never get too low. What are you going to do? It went off, for those who who forgot, it went off the top of the wall. It just missed. It's one of the greatest comeback stories in Chicago sports history. Kyle Schwarber, after this catastrophic knee injury, uh, the opening week of the 2016 baseball season made it back to the World Series game one as the designated hitter and hit one off the wall and ended up hitting Almost four four twelve in the World Series of those four games. Remember, there was no DH yet in the National League, so he could only play in games one, two, six, and seven. Yep. Incredible. So close. It's brought to you by Grand and Western Liquors. Caller 7 wins um, a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors located at the corner of? Grand and Western. That is correct. They pass the savings along to you. When you see Alex, their manager, tell them that Waddle and Sylvie sent you. Coming up next, we'll crosstalk with Black and Abdallah. I want to ask them if they believe that somebody on our staff uh, has been tranquilized. When they go out for an appearance, we'll ask them coming up next. 
follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Let's talk to Black and Abdallah. They've got a full ride tonight. Brought to you by our great friends and partners at Steinhoffels. Let's talk to my guy Chad over at Steinhoffels today. And uh, we were talking some football and also furniture. Football and furniture, two great things. Um, I, did you guys hear uh, the Shea promo for trivia? First of all, I love that they dress him up for the uh, for the Hi, visual everybody. promo. Would you like you, to come out and do some you trivia? You know, that's, uh, that's his uh, LinkedIn picture. Yeah, I know. They got it off his LinkedIn profile, yeah, which is a lot to... better than what they used to do here. Uh, when Chris and I first started doing, like... Uh, events and stuff like that they just went like on our instagram and they were using a picture of me where i was definitely plastered drunk. oh well that's like, good you too. can see drunk. like the red in my eyes oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. i'm at a bar and they just photoshopped the rest of it out <laughs> this is the, the, what i thought was funny here anytime you tune in to cap and j hood or a, co- a college football tailgate <laughs> Uh, as you guys know, yeah. he, he's on full tilt. Yes. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's yelling about, yeah, he's yelling about something. He's yelling about Urban Meyer. He's punting someone into the sun. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. telling them they suck, <laughs> and it's the worst thing he's ever heard in his life. Ever. Ever. You know, ever. He comes ever. from the school of hot, there's a school of hard knocks, there's a school of hot takes. Yes. He's the school of hot takes. But then, in this promo, I don't know if someone shoots him with a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> When when they take him out in public, and they have to like dress him up in this suit, and then shoot him with a tranquilizer gun to, to share him with the people, and then okay now, tra- uh, Shay, time to do trivia. We need to shoot you with a tranquilizer gun. Take a listen to how he sounds in this. This is not the Shay Norling that I know. Join me, Shay Norling, for NFL Trivia Night. We will be at Beacon Tap in the great city of Des Plaines tomorrow from 7 to 9. Win a flat screen TV and NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube TV. Trivia winners will be eligible to win the ultimate Chicago sports weekend. Official contest rules at ESPNChicagoContest.com. Brought to you by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. 21 and up. Copyright 2023. Anheuser-Busch. Bud Light Beer. St. Louis, Missouri. Copyright 2023. NFL Properties, LLC. All NFL-related trademarks are trademarks of the National Football League. There was even one I thought that he sounded more calm. That yeah. one sounded more like him. And if you don't show up, you're an asshat. He just sounds yeah. like such a nice young man. I'll go see spot, him. I'm going right? to go see him tomorrow. He such did a, a nice I went, young uh, man. two weeks ago when he was at Smoke Daddy in Wrigleyville. And uh, the questions, I don't think they were that hard, but I was like, Dude. Oh, easy questions? No, they weren't like, They weren't easy. But he does Call like a soft. full, it's not like, um, like remember when he used to do appearances and you do like a couple trivia questions? Like he's doing a full trivia night like oh, really? rounds and everything does oh, he yeah. think he's alex trebek yeah i mean he said he used to host a bar trivia night so he's like prepared so he yeah. takes this very seriously he does take it oh, very seriously right. so i'm going to see him tomorrow he wear he's, a suit and tie he does not wear a suit and tie he'll be a butcher's tap tomorrow night in uh on the southport corridor uh, abdal's handing out a uh, free uber rides nope, home too i'm not he no, told I'm me not. upstairs that if i go with him to shay's event yeah. he'll give me an uber i'll get you an uber home if you that's come a nice deal tomorrow. right yeah. that's a yeah. great deal that's yeah. a nice move from you well, he's got to drive me to everything, so because my wife uses the car. Well, the day, just so. like well, the deal yeah. I have with my car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if <laughs> How you do you feel Uber, about that? I'm Waddle? not sure I ever get the Uber. Uh, I at least offer, offer for the uh, Uber home. Whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. yeah. If Waddle comes down to the event, will you get the Uber for him home? Only if, uh, <laughs> only if uh, you are 
as inebriated as the last time you had to Uber from somewhere home? No, I fell out of the car and had to spend a, a no. Well, don't I don't want After you. To, I don't want you. Four, that was four you. years ago. I'm you grown fall. up now. Oh, you're grown now. Oh, you're grown, oh, grown up. Okay, yeah, you're adults, I'm grown yeah. up. Did you hear Thayer took his first Uber ride this weekend? <laughs> it was a, and and he had to have his niece uh, book it for him. That's funny. Yeah, he yeah, went yeah, downtown to Joe's. Nice. Yeah, nice. That's funny. Good for Tom Thayer. That's yeah. awesome. No, we're good teammates. We'll support Shay. He does not support us. No, that's cool. As uh, you heard today on yeah. Cap and J Hood, he thinks yeah. our filing cabinet is a bit that we yeah. we he thinks that we ruined company property. Yeah, one of many who think all of our nonsense is I just for bits. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. is that yeah. filing cabinet locked? Yeah, it well, is. Because yeah, someone keep, tried to claw into it. We keep like computers and stuff in it. So yeah, it is. We lock it because I follow locked. I follow GKB protocol. Yeah, yeah, but like our computers just sit on our desks. If someone yeah, wanted to steal, it's a problem. No, it's not. I don't have a, a lockable file. Where, where is your computer right, it's right now? on my desk? Right Are you now, sure you can about have that? it. He's you got sure about that? It's up there? He's got nothing on it. <laughs> you There's can, nothing you, on it. You can right. have it. <laughs> well, There's what? no passwords. Yeah. There's nothing. What the password is? <laughs> there, there's passwords. Beer. Go try it. He's been on ESPN.com maybe four times, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Try it. He's not even logged in. Clutter to Twitter. Why would I clutter no my brain? Nothing. nothing. No, 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 why do I do I need a computer to log on to Twitch? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, boys. Have a great show. All right. We'll see thank you. Guys you talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, thank you today to Barstool Big Cat, who joined us in studio, and Jeff Joniak. Seriously, my computer's us. upstairs on my desk if you want to use it. <laughs> From Hallis Hall. We got Bulls basketball tonight, Waddle. I can't wait Let's to win. get home. Yes. Let's go. I'm going to get naked and watch the Bulls do their thing. Oh, very nice. See red. Some sort of different kind of red for you. Laying there naked. See what happens. Uh, thank you to Tyler Aki and Jeff Meller. I don't I have know. No idea. I had to use red there. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night.